Hi, everyone, and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Lexi Wilson. I'm a licensed master social worker. And my name is Dr. Nafis Alam. And our topic today will be a unique one, bucket list blind reaction. Lexi and I will be going through each other's bucket lists uh, for the first time. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen yours and you've never seen mine. We figured it's a you know nice little change of pace sort of idea. Mm-hmm. We will still be employing imp- Empowering the Opposition principles, of course, which you'll have to stay tuned for. But uh, but essentially we'll be going we'll be, we'll start by going through each other's bucket lists. Yeah. So uh, do we want to take it one by one, or do you want me to do yours first, or um, do you want to do mine first? How about you do you do mine first? Okay. And then we'll switch we'll switch okay. it up here. Sounds good. So I literally just wrote <laughs> this like ten minutes ago. So. So number one on Lexi's bucket list is getting a PhD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not surprised at that. Mm-hmm. Um, getting married is number two. Yeah. Hopefully okay. one day, some poor fellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So number three is... This ha- one may surprise you. It definitely does surprise me. Have three kids and adopt two. Yes. Talk about specificity. <laughs> okay. It just seems like five seems like a good number. Yeah, not six, not four. Five. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what is it? You're going to have one, adopt one, have one, adopt one. I haven't thought about the order. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, you know, I'll have three adopt two. Yeah. We'll see. Next is travel everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just travel all over. Antarctica. That'll be tough to go to. <laughs> I don't um, want to go there. I, I take that back. I you're going to love Australia, I think. Ooh. Yeah, it's a lot of animals. Yeah. And skydive. Hmm. Yep. I definitely want to skydive. You're not afraid of heights? Um. Yeah, I am. But I feel like that's just one of those things that, I don't know, just to get that rush and hmm. to just feel alive, you know, and to conquer your fear. Yeah. I would have actually had tattoo on my bucket list, but I checked that Crossed off. that off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Next, you have cage dive with great whites in South Africa. Yes. So this is something that I really wanted to do when I was studying abroad there, but I ran out of money, so huh. I couldn't. Was it expensive? Um, it wasn't that expensive, but I was like broke, broke by the end of um, mm. the trip. So I was like running on like nothing. Yeah. Um, so when I go back, um, I definitely am wanting to go and do that. I just really, really want to want to do it i just think it'd be crazy but it just sounds really exciting it does very scary this is very like adrenaline oriented it seems right yeah i like i like a good little rush of adrenaline every now Mm. and again nice yeah next we have backpacking through europe Mm -hmm. okay yeah I've traveled a lot, but I, I have not really... I The most I've been in Europe was in the Paris um, airport for like a couple hours. So I kind of want to explore and do that typical backpacking adventure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Write a book. Yes, I want to write a book. That is a goal. I don't know what about yet, huh. but that is a goal of mine. Interesting, because I mean, you're, you are a published author. Um, yeah, well, I will be, I will be. Yeah. Some of these publications, um, that I'm, have worked on with, um, Dr. Boschman are, are still on their way being published because we know how that takes. It takes takes a while. So yes, almost there, almost published. But I feel like I, I will definitely have journal articles, a couple of them, Mm. um, and I'll be on some publications, but I want to write a book. Mm. I just feel like it'd be a challenge and it'd be interesting and difficult, but it's just something I want to do. Yeah, awesome. 
do a TED Talk. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It just sounds probably like a, on your book. Probably on the book. No, <laughs> I would want to do a TED Talk on something really random and weird and something I'm just knowledgeable about. I, I don't know. I'm not there yet, right? But mm. I, I just think it'd be fun. It would be. It'd be a really good experience. Well, ideally, your PhD dissertation topic, whatever yeah. that ends up being. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, just got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, go on the fastest roller coaster in the world in the UAE? What's the UAE? Yeah, the United Arab Emirates. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, huh. when, um, when I was studying abroad in South Africa, I had a layover in Dubai. And mm-hmm. so, I got to see the Baraj Khalifa, which hopefully I said correctly. Um, and I wanted to go on the fastest roller coaster in the world, but I didn't have enough time. I was only there for like 10 hours and I would have had to have taken a taxi for like an hour. So Mm. I wasn't able to go, but that is on the bucket list. You are really a thrill seeker. Oh yes. (laughs) I like experiences. Yeah, I know. I really like experiences. Those fun memories. Cause I mean, there are a few elements of what you want to have. But mostly it's what you want to experience do, and what yeah. you want to do. Right? Yeah, it's more experience oriented. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, next you have go to the Kruger National Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's an, uh, a really famous safari park um, in South Africa that I, I wasn't able to go to either because mm. I was broke. <laughs> you might have to get property there and just like oh. spend some time there, right? Yeah, I think it's illegal now for foreigners. At least in Cape Town, it was illegal to mm. have foreigners purchase land. But mm. See the Northern Lights. Yes. I don't know. That'd just be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Stay in an ice hotel for a night. Yeah. So there's actually these really cool ice hotels that they build, I think in Greenland. Um, And they just create these things, obviously, like once a year during um, the rigged winter. And they basically make this really crazy fancy igloo and Mm. you can i saw it on the travel channel obviously so (laughs) it just sounds like a another really interesting experience so is it it's not warm in there no it's freezing yeah Yeah. and so they have like these really powerful um uh, what do you call it like sleeping bags so they Uh have like these really really nice sleeping bags and then blankets and yeah, it wouldn't be the most comfortable, yeah. but it's, <laughs> it's one of those things. You could say I slept in a nice hotel. Yeah. yeah. Tell me if I'm cor- uh, pronouncing this right. Get a Samoyed? Yeah. So, uh, so, so my aunt, shout out to Auntie Lori. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my aunt and uncle, Uncle Kevin, have this um, dog named Ranger, and he's just like the love of my life dog. I love him so much. Um, his name's Ranger, and he's a Samoyed or a Samiad, I get confused how to say it. So she'll tell me, but um, they're just the sweetest dogs ever. And they're so cute and they're about medium sized and they were bred in Siberia, I believe. And they're super white and fluffy, very family oriented dog. And they actually sing too. So my aunt's, yeah, I know. (laughs) Nafisa is looking at me like, what? Yeah. So sorry, um, I forgot that this isn't YouTube. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They sing. Yeah, they sing. So, um, Ranger, he sings to like these very specific Christmas songs. So anytime you put this song on, he'll start going, like he will, and it's always these very particular songs, like the frequency makes them, makes them kind of sing along to it. Yeah. It's very interesting, but they're just the sweetest dogs. And I've 
fell I fell in love with. Are they breed. big? Um, they're they're like a medium sized dog, like medium okay. larger, but they're not like Great Dane big or Mastiff big. They're, I'm gonna have to Google this. Sometime. They're so cute. What's the one that you think you can cross off? The quickest is the, it the puppy? The quickest, probably yeah. the puppy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm hoping to get one pretty soon. You could also cross off skydiving. I could, soon. yeah, yeah. I could do that. Um, Northern Light. Well, I don't know. Well, you'd a lot of travel, it is yeah. just travel. Yeah, travel yeah. oriented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> now I'm really interested to read yours. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's. Yeah. See that. Okay. Sure. So that was mine. <clears throat> okay. So number one, love. <laughs> yes. Clearly, this was a long time ago. Very nice. No, no, no. I haven't it's edited fair. this in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, I haven't uh, edited this. <laughs> yeah, or added on to what it. What about kids? So you have kids as well too. So I, love and kids go hand in hand. It's one of those things where I know that I'm probably going to want it someday and that's why they were at mm. in my bucket list so i use my bucket list in a different kind of way in that these are some of the things that i do not necessarily want to accomplish right now but <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> i just read i just read one of them. I should have laughed. <laughs> These, these, are th- these are things that I don't necessarily want to accomplish right now, but I do want to accomplish someday. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Because, okay, sorry, for context, I don't want Nafis to think I'm making fun of his bucket list. I, I read one and it says become an organ donor. Yeah. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, does that mean changing it on your license or actually, actually dying and becoming an organ well, donor? Well, I could cross that off because now for the first time after moving to Idaho, I am an organ donor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, I truly haven't. Check. Uh, yep. There you go. Check. <laughs> Complete. Okay. I was thinking. I was like, do you do you want to see this happen? Like, do you <laughs> donate your organ? Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Now I got to read more. This one is probably one of my favorites. <laughs> Beat up an adult bear hand to hand, no weapons. <laughs> so uh, my buddies and I, uh, well, mostly myself, uh, I had this bet saying that I could take an adult bear. As long as it's declawed and muzzled, oh. hand to hand, right? <laughs> and it's just like a like a test of pure strength. Yeah. Now, obviously, they were like, Nafis, you could never do this. And I was like, yeah, I could, I could, I could. And then, um, like, I'll never going to, this is something that I'll never get a chance to do. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that if I'm going to do this, I should first do all of the other things because that'll probably be the last thing. That'll be the end of your life. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It'll find a way. Yeah. That's so great. Okay. <laughs> Save a life that is about to end. What does yeah. that mean? Like save someone who's like suicidal or like someone like, what do you mean by this? It could be someone who's suicidal. It could be someone who just needs like CP, just right. Who needs CPR, or the Heimlich maneuver or something oh, like that. Oh yeah. Um, and, and it's, uh, it's sort of just validating my life through the continuation of another's, you mm, know? So yeah. like, what does my life mean if it's not for the benefit of other people's lives mm-hmm. or the continuation of other people's lives. Yeah. So I would love to, I mean, I don't encourage anyone to just choke on something right now, yeah. but like, <laughs> you're like, you you're going to choke and I'm going to yeah. save your ass. <laughs> no, I, I don't want that, but I do want to, I do want selfishly. I would do want to be the reason why someone gets to live, you know mm. what I mean? And just like, and hopefully has a wonderful life thereafter. Yeah. And, you know, and they'll never remember me because it'll be a stranger, but it'll it'll validate my life knowing that I saved someone else. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. 
Going to space. Yeah, I mean, uh, space is big for me. I, I love, you know, it's one of my hobbies, which anytime I tell someone that, they're like, oh my God, you're so corny. But, uh, you know, it's a 93 billion light year wide universe, um, you know, to be able to just leave the planet that we were born in, even if it's just for a moment to see what's outside of it, just to get some perspective. Mm. Some of the responses that you get from astronauts is that once you leave Earth and you're looking at all of humanity in one mm. shot, one viewpoint, because you're looking at Earth. Everyone, yeah. Everyone at the same time and you come back to it you realize that all the petty little things that go on here and there are just pointless. and they put things into perspective. Yeah, and I'd love to mm-hmm. have that kind of perspective. Wow. Even just thinking, like visualizing what that would be like, I can absolutely see how that would be such a life-changing experience. And it's just, just a do. tiny speck. Earth is yeah. such a tiny speck. Yeah, and we just like think this world is so complicated and we're so petty about the silliest things when there's so much that connects us to. Yeah. Stop failing. What? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's partially there because, like, so every time I try to do something, it's like the Dunning Kruger effect. I'm always going to experience it. Anyone's always mm-hmm. going to experience it. the The idea behind that was uh, probably never going to happen because you can't just stop failing at everything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pick something up and be good at it right away. Mm-hmm. But the idea behind it was just to. Learn as much as possible about everything possible in such a way that you have or I have competency Mm -hmm. in as many arenas as possible. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to like football or science or snowboarding, for Mm -hmm. example, I'm going to fail at snowboarding. Yeah. But the idea is to put things away in such, you know, such that there are fewer and fewer things that I'm going to continue failing at, Mm, you know? Um, Initially when I wrote it, it was just like, like I was getting way into myself and thinking like, oh, like I'm failing at so many different things. But then I started realizing I'm failing at so many different things because I'm trying so many different things. Yeah, that's what I was going to say was that, you know, kind of in opposition to what you're saying is that maybe it should be stop trying not to fail. Because when you're, when you stop trying not to fail, that means you're trying a lot of different things yeah. and you're and you're exploring and you're going outside of your comfort zone and you're learning. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you there. Figure out the unified field theorem. So quantum mechanics is the theories of the small and general relativity are the theories of the large. To be able, no one's been able to do it yet. Um, there are some theories that you know sort of relate to string theory. Uh, that connect the larger world of physics with the smaller world of physics, and that's where the unified field theory mm-hmm. comes in. Oh, interesting. Understand time. Yeah, this is... Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's not what most people might be thinking, as in, like, what does 2 o'clock mean? That's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, gravity has such a huge impact on the experience of time. Time, yeah. And there are black holes and, um, you know, a year in Venus is shorter than a day in Venus. Like just, you know, elements like that. So the way that we measure time and why we measure it in that kind of way, just to be able to understand how physical factors impact the passing of time, I feel like Mm. would would be very valuable. Einstein also proved that time travel is possible, though traveling back in time is not. Mm. Um, and in, in many ways, mathematically, we are, we are time travelers at this moment as 
we're, mm-hmm. we're sort of like traveling into the future with every second that mm-hmm. passes. We're not staying in and, time. And I mean, isn't it true that if, if you're going at the speed of light, if, if that were humanly possible, um, and you are going at the speed of light in a spaceship and you come back, everyone else here would be much older than you. And yep. you, yeah, it's, it's yep. so interesting. Time and speed are very closely yeah. connected with one another. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd love to understand it. Uh, yeah. the way that some, Space is fascinating. Yeah. Make someone cry happy tears. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. always wanted to do that. Um, just, uh, I don't know. It's sort of like, just, some of these things are really corny. I right? like <laughs> it. I like it. Because I feel like I've made plenty of people cry sad tears uh, with some of the things that I've <laughs> said and done. <laughs> Um, haven't we all <laughs> right uh but uh but to be able to to make someone so happy that they're that they're overwhelmed uh to the point of you know breaking down and crying happy mm. tears would be a wonderful accomplishment maybe i've done it to be honest with you mm-hmm. i have no idea if i have or not mm-hmm. um you know like one of my students for example recently got a job as a professor yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So I imagine that, like, you know, she probably cried happy tears, but was it because of me or was it because she got the job? There might be different factors there. So mm-hmm. it might be something that I've already accomplished, but I mm-hmm. haven't seen You don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you want to see it. Mm-hmm. Be a hero. Yeah, same thing with, uh, with that as well, is just saving a life or making someone cry happy tears. Maybe I've just been watching way too many... Mm-hmm. Avengers movies and stuff like that. <laughs> no, I like it. But I do like delusions of grandeur. I guess you could diagnose me with uh, certain of levels grandeur. of narcissism. <laughs> um, but just just to be someone, I wouldn't say saves humanity because who really is going to ever get to do that? Elon, right? Elon, <laughs> Elon right? Musk. Um, but like, just be the kind of person that when i die the world is a little bit better than it was mm. when i when i came into it. i really like that you know i think a lot of us get so caught up in this idea that we have to make this grand immediate change in order to be worthy or to have a life that's meaningful when in reality like a smile that you give to someone a stranger walking across the street could completely change their day yeah you know it could it could change the life choices they make like the kindness we never know the impact that we have on you know this planet while we're here and sometimes it's those little things that mean the most yeah it's not necessarily those huge huge things yeah Mm -hmm. it's true if you know when your life will end make friends into enemies so they don't miss you missing people sucks yeah so that um hmm that one's yeah that was uh that one's a one that's really important to me. Interesting. Um, yeah, because there have been some times where I've been a little bit ill uh, physically. Uh, back in high school was the last time. And actually, no, yeah, back in high school was the last. So it's, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But obviously, when, you, when you're met with the potential of your own mortality, you start to, you start to mature real quick. Mm. Um, so, so back then I sort of thought to myself, like, who really suffers when someone dies? It's not the person who's dying. It's the people who are left behind Mm -hmm. and, you know, losing my grandparents, for example, and losing, you know, some friends, losing, actually losing a lot of friends. Now that I think about it, I was just thinking to myself, like how much it hurts Mm. to, to miss them. And my thinking was that if I know that I have, I don't know, like if I... 
Whatever. We'll just say it. If I get cancer or something like that and I know I have like six months to live. You'd want to make all your friends into enemies. Yeah, I would want to. So you, I would probably just like curse you out. Like, <laughs> make you feel like shit. Um, but, and you'd be like, Nafis, well, I thought we were besties. What happened? Yeah, but that that seems so like you. I don't know. I, I got to just empower the opposition on this one. Hardcore. <laughs> because... It seems like you think you know what is best for other people when in reality you don't even give you wouldn't even give them the chance to do what they think's best for themselves, which could be different. Yeah, it's in true. dealing with mourning and stuff like that. Yeah, it's true. I'm essentially taking other people's choice and their autonomy away. Yeah, out of it. Um, I mean that, that that's a good point to be made. It's your bucket list, though. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. No, I just because uh, I just it just hurts so much to miss someone. Yeah. That yeah. if I can create an environment where, I mean, like we've grown so close, you and yeah. I, like like I said, so like if I'm able to like make you feel like crap, and now you don't want to be my friend anymore, wouldn't it be easier for you to let me go when I die? If I die, not one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no, that just seems crazy though, because it's like if you're trying to upset someone on purpose to make your death easier, like yeah. that's just so counterintuitive. Like you wouldn't give them the uh, autonomy to be able to be there for you or to have deep discussions, maybe build that friendship even more, dive deeper than you'd feel comfortable. Um, and maybe a lot of that just has to deal with the fear of death too, right? Yeah. Being vulnerable, being, you know, weakness in death, like, right? Um, I think it, it's just sad because I would never, I would never want that. I would never want my friends or my family to ever do that to me. And if, and now that I know your bucket list, I wouldn't let this I know, happen. I'd be, like, yeah, I'd be like, you're screwed. I'd be like, all right, sit I down. Think pick up on this right now. I would. I'd be like, sit your ass down. <laughs> so hopefully none of my friends are listening to this yeah. right now. Otherwise they'll know. Yeah. I, I understand the sentiment of like, you're trying to make it easier for that person. But in reality, I think it's doing yourself a disservice mm. and, and your friends. But that's coming from a friend. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get I get how the sentiment behind it is good. Um, all right. Be a hero and make your family proud. Yeah. I'm sure you've done all... You seem like you've done a lot of these. Yeah. Um, it's... Sometimes it's hard to know if they're proud, I guess. How can they not be... Well, that's true. How can they not be? Because like when you, I mean, when, objectively speaking, when you think of all the boxes that you would want your child to check off, I've crossed off more than anyone even probably has. Uh, but it's just the idea of sometimes you wonder to yourself if, if like those are the boxes that you have for yourself are the same boxes that your parents have for you or your family mm. has for you. So I know for a fact, like, for example, my mom, who's very religious. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, she's happy that I'm successful, but there, I think, is very little doubt that she would much rather me... She wants you to it. check other boxes. Yeah. yeah. So she, wa she would rather me give up some of my academic and career success mm. and rather have me be more religious, mm. you know? So there's that element in that sense. Um but I mean, I would think, I would hope. I think, like my dad, I think is is very proud of me. Um, but I also think that I've made some stupid decisions. Like he didn't want me playing sports. Really, he, 
well, in some sports anyway. And like I would, took a little while on leaving football. So mm-hmm. just we all have parent issues. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but we love them at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's very true. This one I'm very interested in. Mm-hmm. If you know you're bad for someone you care about, leave and allow them to move on. Yeah. Um, another one that's really important to me. I was mm. a lot more emotional than I thought I, I would No, be. I like this. I'm like I very... Goodness, I wasn't ready for this. I'm very interested. Maybe I should have read my own book at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is us being vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, sometimes you you know what you want out of a relationship um and sometimes well hopefully you would also know what the other person wants out of a relationship too and it may be difficult for that other person to to sort of break off the relationship Mm -hmm. and might be your responsibility to break off the relationship so that you know for the benefit of the other person Mm -hmm. even if you want to stay there if you if you feel like they can do better than you um maybe it's best for you to it's sort of like that whole like you know make friends into enemies type of thing right Mm. if you know that someone's like if i'm going out with someone Mm. and i know that like Giannis antetokounmpo (laughs) (laughs) is like trying to get with this girl that i'm dating right yeah um i could totally see myself doing this like Giannis is a very intelligent Mm -hmm. a lot more attractive than i'll ever be like a lot more successful too you know what i mean he's uh you know, I don't know why we're using him necessarily, but like he's Giannis is yeah, Giannis. and he's he's like he's cultured. You know what I mean? He's actually he's not just like a more moronic NBA basketball player. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, you know, he's very well spoken. He's very intelligent. Like if that were the case, I would intentionally break it up. Like you know, this is not going to work out. You need mm-hmm. to be with the best guy that you can be with, and mm-hmm. I am not it. Giannis is much better mm-hmm. than I am. So that's where that, that comes from. Yeah. For two reasons. One, because I, I would hope to be with someone who I care about so much that I would want them to be happy even if it's at my expense. Mm. And two, I know, don't want to be someone who's settled for. If Giannis is after you, I don't want you to settle for me. Go be mm. with Giannis. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go be with Giannis. Giannis is listening to this podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, why are you talking about me? He's going to call me and be like, dude, relax. It's okay. You're good. You're fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I like I like that one a lot. Um, it's, it's kind of thought-provoking. I'm not... I haven't really thought about things in that way before. I think sometimes in relationships, people can get so attached to maybe the idea of somebody, right? And and what's best for us, right? What's best for us. But but what about what's best for that other person? Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe that's where real love is, right? Wanting what's best for the other person. Yeah. Even if it isn't what's best for us. I think that would be how I would define love. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you want someone who's going to want what's best for you, and then hopefully you want what's best for them, and then there you go. Yeah, ideally. Yeah, but if you have one person who's like, wants what's best for you, and then they want what's best for themselves, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just makes more sense that way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Hit a home run. Oh, for some reason, I can hit a baseball, I mean, a little baseball and a softball, Mm -hmm. but I have never hit a home run. Hmm. I've yeah. never either, so... Yeah, so I am... And I've tested myself on strength and stuff like that. Like, I... For a baseball player or a softball player, 
I test out of this world. Like, you know, pure strength-wise, mm-hmm. I'm, like, stronger than most MLB players. But obviously, strength has nothing to do with technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Same thing with golf. I can't hit a golf ball hard, but me versus, like, essentially any golfer in the world on, like, bench press and squat, mm-hmm. forget about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, hit a home run. Okay. Go on a cruise. Yeah, I just wanted to go on a cruise. Never went on to, like... Yeah. They're all right. Yeah. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> Probably not during COVID. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> not during COVID. I've been on a couple, and they're they're okay. They're, I don't know. I just like being on land better. You know, land lovers. Yeah, I'm a land lover, but I like going to an exotic location and being on the exotic land, not in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and learn to swim. Yes. You helped me with that a little bit. I did. Um, I tried. I, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I tried a couple times. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I just got to get over myself. One of my uncles, my mom's brother. It takes time. Yeah, he died mm-hmm. um, in the water. So not that I knew him. I was way too young to even remember he was alive. But it was just in that, that element of like, he was in the military and he died in the water. Like if he couldn't swim, swim what makes me think that I can swim? You know, it's like you got to get out of your own head in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ah, these are good lists. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So let's empower the opposition. Let's go through your list first. And yeah. Then yeah. We can um, sort of see like what here maybe. I could, I, we can empower the opposition. Yeah. So what can we pick from here Ooh. that maybe hmm. would be better? I can already see one that I, that I personally feel like maybe for you. It would be... Oh, okay, say it. Number say it. two. Number two? Yeah. You you think Getting not. married? Yeah. You, you think... Uh, so, not getting married. Yeah. I could empower that. Yeah. So, like, getting married, I would say... I know you meant to write this, right? But it's getting mm-hmm. married to the right person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just getting married for the sake of it, right? <laughs> right. Like, if if I don't find that right person, then I don't I don't mind being single for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah. As long as I have my Samoyed, right? Oh, there you <laughs> my go. Puppy, the, right? Gotta get that dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the sentiment of getting married to someone who I know is right for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you do realize that a lot of people have that mentality where they just they just want to get married yeah Yeah. or people like we were talking about this earlier today like people are like i want to get married by like 29 right (laughs) i'm like what (laughs) this isn't like you can't just like put a date on this like you never know yeah yeah you know but like you know i the person that you're talking about that i know she actually she listens to this too (laughs) (laughs) which is fine whatever no but everyone says that you know what i mean oh that's true yeah so it's just a sentiment everyone yes so this isn't about anyone specific (laughs) yes it's not though it's like this is just something i hear people say and like well i think women say it and and also empowering the opposition and Mm. empowering the opposition (laughs) um a reason why i think women like to put a date on it is because like for reproductive reasons, right? Mm. Where we only, we have a reproductive window um, that lasts for so long. Um, So I understand that aspect of it too. But for me, I'm like, I could care less about the time frame or the window because like I can always adopt kids. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's, it's not something that I'm like tied to the idea of like, I need to be married by this time or whatever. It's more about finding the right person and someone who treats me right. Yeah. 
So some other areas of empowering the opposition, skydiving. I never see me doing that. It's too dangerous. <laughs> oh, it's happening. I'm yeah. doing it. Um, a lot of these are just thrill-based yeah. type. Um, thrill and experience type bucket list items. Mm. Um, and so I think for me, like in like empowering the opposition, you know, someone would maybe ask, well, why do these experiences and feelings of, you know, adrenaline, why does that make you feel like you're really living, mm-hmm. right? Why would you want to complete this before you die? And I think I would just answer that to life is just an accumulation of, you know, experiences. And those are the things that I think we remember at the end of our lives and that and most importantly, you know, our loved ones. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Most of... Most of yours are experience oriented. Ended, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think writing a book, doing a TED talk. I mean, you could certainly empower the opposition by saying, well, you could just not write a book too. Yeah. yeah. You could do that. But, yeah. You know. And even like the P, well, what's interesting too about the PhD, that's something that I've kind of gone back and forth for for a couple of years, really mm. thinking about. Um, Especially like we've talked about this kind of in depth about mm. especially as a woman and someone who wants to go on and get um, more education, which, you know, I could I could change my mind tomorrow and decide, hey, I don't necessarily want to do this. I have enough education. Um, what's really unique, I think, uh, is specifically for women who go on and get um, their doctorate. There's there's other issues that come up there, right? Like work life balance. Mm. Um, you also have like a lesser. um dating pool like Mm -hmm. a much less dating pool right Mm -hmm. um so there's just other things that kind of um go into that but it's still a very important goal for me at least at this point in my life i mean it's good that you're you're aware of that right so it is it is it can be intimidating to some men to to be with Mm -hmm. someone who has a phd um which is opposite for from the men's side, of course. Yeah, which there. is so weird. Yeah, I know. it's very strange. And I, think, I guess the, the only other element is just having kids, right? Having three mm-hmm. kids, adopt two. You might find that you have one kid and it's And I'm like, handful. I'm done. Yep, yeah, exactly. You know, that could definitely happen. I don't know. I just, I've always seen myself having a, a bigger family. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now let's suppose yours. You did a few of mine already, but I what know. else? Yeah. Okay, but I want to oppose more. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Um, hmm. I'll go ahead and oppose love and kids for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's hear. No, it's just the idea that it might not be for me when I was writing this. Like, it was important, but, you know, I'm going to be uh, 37. Tomorrow! Yeah. Exactly. But actually... Right, actually, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, by the time people are listening to it, It'll I would have been week. 37 for about a week now. A week, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So, um, November 13th, 2020 is my birth, uh, yes. 37th birthday. And, um, you know, it's it's the older I get, the, the happier I am with who I am, mm. you know? So, if nothing else were to happen in my personal life, you know, from a, from a love and kid standpoint, I don't know if I would be happy for the rest of my life, but I'm so happy now mm. that I could totally like just hit cruise control on it mm. and, you know, yeah. be 47, 57, 67 yeah. living the same kind of lifestyle, which, yeah. you know, um, and what matters is, is that you're happy with who you are and where you're at in life, yeah. you know, and yeah. who's to say that living a certain way or kind of, 
following these norms is what's best for everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's you always want to be the best version of you. Of yourself. Not the, not the second best yeah. version of anyone else. You're uniquely. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, I guess I kind of did oppose some of these already. I the space one is so interesting. <laughs> some of these. Do you think? Do you think you'd be scared shitless if you actually oh, went to space? I'm scared of heights. I know. I'm like, I don't why even would like you, to jump? Why I'm would so you want to break the atmosphere? <laughs> like, go through. No. No, I mean, I some of these are straight up just not gonna happen. Fighting a bear. That's not. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Gonna, Especially a declawed bear. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get murdered. Um, so that'd be a good way to die, though. Yeah, it would be a good. A like, mighty way. Absolutely. That'll be. Um, he he died fighting a bear. Yeah, he crossed that last thing off the bucket. Mine's list. gonna be like. She died and she got hit by a taxi. (laughs) (laughs) While skydiving. Oh, I wish. It's probably going to be really lame. It's going to be like she choked on a hot dog. (laughs) No, but going to space, I mean, it's it's just interesting to me. The opportunity to go into space is probably never going to come my way, but it is something that's sort of, you know, it's there. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Elon, here's looking at you. No, Elon, <laughs> listen to our podcast. Right? Yeah, I think overall, I think it was just interesting to just share with you all about our um, different bucket list items and to just think about your own, right? Like life yeah. short, we can get so caught up in the mundane, um, you know, just craziness of life and forget that what brings our lives meaning. And obviously you can see from um, Nafis and I's bucket lists are very, very different. Yeah. Um, and that I'm sure yours is too. So, And if it fits your perspective, and I've obviously I, I don't want to go out there and say, well, you should create a bucket list too. Well, we don't know if you should. You know, this is empowering the opposition, of course. So there are, uh, you know, pros and cons to creating a bucket list. Maybe us having a bucket list of things that we want to do prohibits us from experiencing things and doing things or having things that might actually be better than our dreams for ourselves and our goals for ourselves so you know are we being are we limiting ourselves to our bucket list Mm -hmm. or is it something to really strive for yeah but if it fits your personality if it fits your lifestyle you might want to consider having a bucket list that's actually written out for me it's in the reminder section of my of my iphone so that I can just like look back on it and see, you know, where am I mm-hmm. at what I want to accomplish in life? Mm, absolutely. And I think too, like, are we living bucket list lives or bucket list days? Mm. And by that, I mean, like, are we just kind of waiting for the future, waiting for this, these times for us to have the opportunity to do these things? Or are we actually doing things on our bucket list daily? Even small things, right? Like, being more spontaneous or like going for a random hike or like, you know, just, I don't know. I think there's a lot of different ways to think about bucket lists and it's going to be different for everybody. So yeah, yeah, just thought we'd talk about that a little bit. Sounds Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam. And I'm Lexi Wilson, a licensed master social worker. This has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time. (laughs) 